This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. You're hearing from Coal March and Triangle Pest Control's Donnie Shelton and PCO Bookkeepers, PCO M&A Specialist, and Turf Books Dan Gordon, as well as some of the biggest players in the pest control and lawn care industries. We're talking about what is changing in the industry and taking you straight to the front lines of what the future holds. If you're ready to grow your pest control or lawn care business, you're in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the industry and we take you to the front lines to those that are driving those changes in the industry. My name is Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Pest Control and CEO of Comarch, a digital marketing and sales services company for the home services industry who happens to specialize in pest and lung. And with me is my esteemed, esteemed colleague, Mr. Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say hello? How are you? So uh, Dan Gordon, uh, owner of PCO Bookkeepers, obviously fractionalized uh, CFO services, exit planning, uh, other uh, 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 tax uh, tax preparation, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, really happy to be here. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is this podcast. Uh, it's uh, it's just uh, good fun and always learn something, taking notes. And uh, so uh, really, really excited to have uh, Bobby Jenkins here today. from the, the industry titan, Mr. Bobby Jenkins himself. I will tell you what, listen, I am so excited for the podcast today. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, what's funny is just a quick story and then we'll, we'll get into introducing Bobby. Uh, who needs no introduction, but we'll do it anyway. You know, years ago when I started uh, my pest control company, I actually went down to Austin and I visited with Bobby and that experience literally changed my life. I will never forget. I rolled in. It was super early. It was like 530. I was really excited about getting and Bobby was he was there, but he was unavailable. Bobby was actually exercising, working out in his office. <laughs> so I sat in a conference room, but that was a great day. And, you know, the other thing I will. And, and again, this is just an accolade to you, Bobby. I am always impressed at um and i was impressed that day i felt like i talked more than than i listened when really i should have been doing a lot more listening but but it was a great visit it changed i think professionally it changed my vision of what could be in the pest control industry and bobby you you have certainly uh i think you you went down a few different paths and and kind of charted your own course and i think it's paid off very very well but with that I think a lot of people know the Jenkins story and, and, you know, I want to obviously get into that a little bit later on, but today we're going to talk about how to find or about how to find real success in business and in life by identifying your why. And this, this is kind of a different topic. Um, and before we get into that, Dan, do you just want to, to the man that needs no introduction, would you like to introduce Mr. Bobby Jenkins? Sure. So uh, uh, ABC employs over 800 people offers a, a variety of home services, pest control, lawn care, HVAC, plumbing, and more. And uh, we visited uh, several times as well, and uh, just a very impressive operation. And uh, what's so impressive is that uh, the, the, the number of people just in the Austin market that, that you're employing. And uh, obviously a big fan of yours on Facebook. And uh, so that's kind of where the idea came for, for the topic here is uh, you, you do so much for the community and for charity and uh, welcome. 
Hey, thanks, Dan and, and Donnie. And let me just say this. We said it before we went on. I, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you guys. It was a very nice uh, comments and intro, introduction. I really appreciate that. But what you guys are doing is so valuable to so many people. And I just want to tell you, I appreciate y'all taking the time to do it because you said it, Donnie. What, what I think this industry is incredibly unique with the amount of information that people are willing to share, right? This is the most sharing, the pest management industry. And as my business has evolved and my career has evolved, I'm now involved in other, other service industries. But I, I can assure everyone with firsthand experience and knowledge, no industry is willing to share at the level that the pest management industry does. Uh, and I don't know what it is about it, but uh, it's just amazing to me. It's like it's one giant pest management family, quite frankly. And, you know, having you guys involved in kind of uh, facilitating that sharing and inspiring people to share and asking questions. It's just a real service to a whole bunch. And 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 like you said, Donnie, I mean, every time I listen to a podcast or a seminar or a program, I mean, I'm, I'm learning, 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 because everybody is so willing to share. And this is what they do also. They share the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? It's not just that we got people that share their successes. They'll, they'll tell you what something didn't work. Yeah. And that's so valuable to all of us, isn't it? So anyway, Absolutely. I'm I'm really, really um, pleased and happy to be with you. But I just want to tell you how much I appreciate both of y'all. The time you take to facilitate these kinds of conversation is uh, appreciated by a whole bunch of people, I can promise you. Well, thank you, Bobby. And, you know, I will say I have, you know, we, we actually, Dan and I are in a uh, peer group together. And we went down and visited with Bobby maybe a little over a year ago. Uh, it was before this whole COVID thing happened. That's yeah. for sure. I remember that. But, but you know, it was very, I was very impressed. I mean, obviously, if you ever sit down and talk with Bobby, he's a very impressive person. If you sit down with Bobby's leadership team, they are very impressed. They're just as impressive. And so now you have a lot of other things that you're doing in addition to running your business. And and it really, to me, I think it goes back to who you are as a person. And so maybe what, a good way to start this is just kind of a brief overview of your background, how you got started in the pest control industry, and then bring us up to speed to kind of where you're at now. Is that, is that sure, right? sure, Donnie. Yep. You know, history-wise, like like so many people in our industry, and I do think this is also kind of unique to our industry, I'm I'm second generation pest management. I, I literally did grow up in the business uh, my dad was uh, really, really involved in the industry, past president of NPMA, built a wonderful business. We're from San Antonio originally, just, just south of where I am here in Austin. And that's where I grew up. Dad built a fantastic business. I grew up doing, doing, uh, pulling the, uh, the, 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 uh, the wood debris from under crawl spaces uh, for termite jobs. Uh, I was a helper who would do that. And I advanced to where I you know, eventually uh, ran my own route during high school and college. My brothers uh, both grew up in the business just like I did. Uh, and then at some point, my, my dad decided to sell uh, the San Antonio office. And that was uh, back in the day. I know, Dan, you remember these days when waste management uh, was buying. Uh, they were the big buyer. They were the new uh, folks into the industry. And back in the mid-80s, they were buying a lot of regional companies. And uh, you know, so that was an interesting time. Dad sold and retired. Uh, I was already in Austin. I was the branch manager up here. 
And uh, my brother Raleigh had just gone to Houston to do uh, open an ABC in Houston. And Dennis was, uh, at that time, I think he was still in college or he was working in the San Antonio office. Uh, dad sells, Dennis works for waste management for a short time. Dad works for him for a couple of years. Then dad retires and moves to Marble Falls, which is about an hour uh, west of Austin where we had the family ranch and he retired there. My brothers and I all went on to uh, start building our businesses. And uh, the cool thing about the, the Jenkins family, the way we're structured is really unique. And then my brothers and I are all in business together, but really not in business together. We have no common ownership. Uh, we don't share money. We literally have a map of the state of Texas that divides Raleigh's areas, East Texas. Dennis is up in North Texas. I'm central and south and West Texas. And, uh, and so we're, we're divided. We share information. I was with them earlier in the week uh, uh, going over some meetings and talking about things. So we share ideas. We share information. We, uh, we compete with each other about our financials, Dan. We're always sharing those with each other so that uh, we know who's doing what. And that's kind of fun. But because we don't share ownership and we don't share money, we truly have, I, I, I get emotional about it sometimes, but I mean, my brothers are my best friends. Uh, we have as, as much family harmony as any family business I know of. And, and I'm very proud of that. And it is the most treasured thing uh, that I could possibly think of. Uh, my brothers and I are so close. Uh, our wives are close. Our children are close. Uh, we've all got children working in the business now. So it's a unique business model. And so they the kind of continue the story from the family side of it, Donnie. Um, what we've done at ABC, particularly in uh, my group over, over time, is we've really embarked on this journey of diversification. Uh, you, you know, Dan, when you made the introduction, you talked about lawn and HVAC. We've literally got, I think it's 17 or 18 different service lines at ABC now. So we went from being just a pest management company. We evolved into the lawn side of the business that uh, a lot of people in our industry have done, but we went not just into lawn care. We literally went into lawn mowing. We went into irrigation. We've got landscaping. Uh, we do tree trimming and tree care and all kinds of things. And then we evolved again uh, into the mechanical industry where we uh, started with a handyman offering and that led us into HVAC, uh, plumbing, electrical. And then subsequent to that, we said, wow, this is kind of interesting. This, this thought of being a full service provider which is really what what we've uh, the, the mindset that we've incorporated here at ABC. And we can talk a little bit about that, but we've then added things such as pool uh, cleaning and pool service. We do window uh, cleaning and power washing, uh, and so we've got we've added other ancillary services. We our newest one is uh, is water, uh, where we'll do water softeners and water purification. And again, the idea behind all of this is. Um, that, that what I would say is we went from thinking of we're a pest management service company to where, no, we are a service company, right? And we provide pest management services and we provide electrical services and we provide lawn service. But at the end of the day, we're a service company. And so the, the question became, how can we better serve our customers? What can we do for that customer that we've already have, that we're doing some business with, that adds and deepens and enriches the relationship with that customer. And it's a simple thought in my mind, it's that whatever we do, 
makes that customer more valuable to us. And quite frankly, I think we become more valuable to them. Uh, and so it's a great relationship in that context. And so hopefully we, we make it simpler for our customers, but that we're able to provide outstanding service from a provider that they can trust. And so that's kind of what it's all, the foundation of it all is, Donnie, is how, we, how we're uh, embarking on this continual journey. It's a continuous journey. So I imagine, and maybe this is just me in my brain, but I imagine at your 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 mom's house or somewhere for the family, there's this map of Texas, and there's like this pillar of light that shines down on it. There's like a <laughs> celestial choir, and you guys walk in and oh, there's the map, and it's like here it is, boys. <laughs> Did you ever so play that? Risk? So so <laughs> you ever play uh, War Game? <laughs> I will tell you guys, this is this is how timely this conversation is. We've had that map, right? And we've had it for years. And and I, wow. I use this line jokingly. We had lines drawn through literally through cities and here and there. And it was we we thought, well, when we first did this years ago, <clears throat> well, you know, these it, all that did those that level of detail didn't matter. And literally, we had the, that line and. Uh, what we would jokingly say is, thou shalt not cross thy brother's line or you're going to be dealing with mom. Because it literally does reside at the ranch in Marble Falls where, where mom lives. I, I talked about my dad briefly. You know, my dad passed away about 22 years ago, uh, way, way, way too early. And dad truly was the foundation of the business. My brothers and I, he was our mentor, our, our leader. I mean, we, he, he taught us so much and, and everything about what we do. Uh, we learn learn from the as great a teacher and and uh, role model as one could have. But dad passed away, and and mom has truly filled that role of the the matriarch of the family. And that ranch is the gathering place we get together. So literally two weeks ago, uh, Donnie and Dan, we were my brothers and I said, you know, uh, we need to revisit the map a little bit because some of these little cities where the line went through is like, well, is that Raleigh's or is that Bobby's? And it was causing this this kind of um, conflict and we needed to clear that conflict up because we don't want to have it. So we redid the map and literally it's by county. So no, the line doesn't go through a, a, a city or anything like that. So we've got it by counties. We've blown it up into a big map. We've got all of it. So yes, uh, those kinds of things are important to promote. Family <laughs> so it really does have a pillar light on it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was going to say real quick, and I, I'm sorry, Dan, I didn't mean to overstep you there, but I, you know, the thing of it is, Bobby, I, I think a lot of our listeners know you have a very large business and absolutely you have accomplished an awful lot in your career. And I think a lot of folks in your, in your situation, they would be perfectly fine with being like, you know what, I worked hard, my career, I, I, I made some money, I, I, you know, I helped my team. You know, I've, I've accomplished a lot. And they would kind of use that as like, okay, let's let's go to the Bahamas. Let's go, let's go. I don't see you slowing down one bit. In fact, I see a completely different focus, if not more energy in your community. And I, I just, this is exactly why we wanted to do this podcast is I wanted to kind of switch gears. You know, you, I see just as much intensity on the building your community side as I do on the building your business side. And so I think it's pretty unique to you and I want to just get your perspective on what you're doing and, and why you do it and, and where it's going. Yeah, you know, Donnie, I appreciate that. Now, I would tell you, um, good or bad, right? And, and again, some of these are just, all it is is who we are, right? All I can do is do the trades. I'm working harder, longer, 
today than I ever have. And, and I've always been someone like you, you talked about. I'm an early riser and and I stay a full day. And I and, and you know what, Donnie? It's because I love it, right? I love building this business. I love the work that we do. I love the people that I work with. Uh, it's absolutely fun. And so the idea of, quote, slowing down or anything like that, uh, I'm, I'm a long way from that. Uh, my team that you pointed out, man, I've got some great people on my team and I truly love being with them. I hate COVID, right? I hate this world that we're all operating in because I I don't get to see them the way that I normally do. I get to see them, uh, but not in the same way, in the same kind of bonding way. We we do a lot of uh, Zoom meetings, but we have we have some very smaller, broken down to face to face. So I mean, I I hate that because I really um, derive a lot of motivation and energy from my team because they are incredible. They are they're wonderful people. Uh, we've been together a long time. The success of ABC is truly. Um, spread out among that entire leadership team. That leadership team, and I, I use this number a, a good bit because I'm really proud of it, and I think it really is the essence of what, what has gone on here over the years. The average tenure with the company of my 11 senior managers is over 24 years, right? And that's that's, that's just cool. Some of them have been here 30 plus, and uh, you know we've added new people, but it is the average with all that factored in is 24 years. And I think that's kind of the the essence. And it's what kind of gets me charged up because I do enjoy working with them. Again, what we do in the service industry, um, I love it, right? I mean, taking care of our customers, solving problems, making people's quality of life better is something that I take a lot of pride in. And it's really important work that we do. is quite quite frankly, is uh, evidenced by all of us being essential services, right? I mean, that's important during during yeah. this COVID and this worldwide pandemic. The fact that we are essential services really speaks to, you know, what what we do is important. It's important to uh, people's health. It's important to their families. It's important to protecting their their property. All the things that we all take so much pride in as an industry uh, is is kind of borne out during this this pandemic time. And then, you know, you did touch about the community part, and we can talk about that too. Um, it's important, right? How do, how do we make our homes, our communities better? Uh, how do we utilize our businesses and our brands and our reputations to, to hopefully inspire others to give back and be part of the community? That's just, that's a good thing that we all do. And, and I live in a, I live in a part of the world down here in Austin, Texas, that uh, I absolutely love where I live. I, I, I absolutely think that where I live and the, the people in the community that I'm in, I wouldn't trade it for anywhere in the in the world. Uh, and it's a great place. And and so how can I have a small part in making it a little bit better? Well, that's what I want to do. I, I All of our communities have needs. All of them have challenges. And how can we as a group utilize our business and what we do, our time, treasure, and talents to, to make our communities better? Well, that's 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 very rewarding, right? And uh, I think that uh, the more that our businesses are involved in that, the better our communities are going to be. So I saw a couple of things uh, on Facebook that I thought were pretty amazing. We all we all talk about how fortunate we are because the pest control industry was deemed uh, uh, essential. And so most pest control businesses are doing pretty well this year. Yep. But I noticed something on Facebook that uh, 
you uh, have this thing where you go to all of these different local restaurants and uh, you got the ABC mask on and you support that, you know, how, you know, here's the, the, the menu here and this is great. And they're a great part of the community. Uh, what made you, I mean, it, it, you know, Wait a minute. Hang on. Bobby went to somewhere other than a Mexican restaurant. There's no way. I every time I've been down there, we've always been to the same Mexican restaurant. So I, I don't think he went anywhere else. Fake, fake news. I bet he put a different background in. That's what was going on. I will admit, Donnie, I am a creature of habit. I'm guilty of that. But to your point, Dan, I really did want to branch out. And this is one that um was an idea that I had that I just, you know. You said it, Dan, our industry's done done surprisingly well. I don't think any of us knew when this pandemic started, what what does the future hold? I think we are all, all scared to death and worried. And as it's turned out, we were needed, we were allowed to work, our customers wanted our services and needed our services, but not everybody was so fortunate, obviously. And the restaurant industry was absolutely crippled and in many areas decimated. And so, you know, they're closed, they're only doing takeout or they can only do very limited. And I just wanted to show my support for them. First of all, I, I am a foodie. I love good food. Uh, my wife and I have always uh, loved to, to and, and I'm a, I love doing business with local folks. I mean, I, I will say that that's been something that's uh, been a focus of mine. And so anytime I could put just an ever so slight spotlight on a local restaurant or, you know, a lot of them are my friends. Uh, in the business community, some of them we do business with, that wasn't the criteria, but anything that we could do to kind of put a spotlight on them and encourage others to, you know, support them, I wanted to do it. And so I had fun with it, uh, still trying to do it a little bit, um, but it is about, again, helping helping a, 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 a part of our community that was suffering. And it's just a small, small, small thing, uh, but I enjoy doing it and I enjoy uh, helping, helping friends, right? And and that's ultimately what what it all boiled down to. And uh, I did need to branch out a little bit, Donnie, from just Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> By so, the way, the Mexican place is terrific. So. It was great. It was awesome. It was just funny because I've been down there a few times and every time, which I don't mind. I, hey, trust me, every time I go, I'm, I always walked out full and it was a great meal. So I'm not complaining. It's just, but like you said, definitely have it. I don't have a question of like where where we're we going for lunch. That 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 part's already taken care of. I know where we're going. So so let's also talk. I mean, one of the things that I was pretty impressed with, um, and all of these things are kind of building into the why. But the last time I was down there, uh, it was pretty cool. We were going through one of your buildings, and there was this station where there are these kits that your technicians could hand out. Do you want to talk a little bit? I, this really was such a great idea. Really? Um, yeah. And can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think it would be great for our listeners just to hear. Yeah. You know, Donnie, I, I, this is. Go ahead. Yeah. No, this is one that it was a great idea, and it wasn't my idea. What's What's so cool? Um, again, we support as a company a lot of different things that put spotlights on things that people are doing in the community, volunteering. Right. I I I'm a big believer that the more positive stories that are told in a community, right? And there's different vehicles to do that. One, a couple of things happen. One, we all learn about it. And I think a lot of people are inspired by what other people do, right? And so this was one, we, we with a local TV station, we put on, we've been the sponsor of this, it's called Five Who Care. Uh, and it's a program that every year they, they recognize these, these volunteers and they do five adults and five children, right? 
And one of the stories that, that was promoted at this deal was this, this young, young, young man, uh, he was probably um, under 10, and he had taken it upon himself to put together these care bags to give to the people who are homeless on the street. And I, and I, I heard that story, it touched my heart, and I said there, my gosh, if this, this, this young man can do this, what could ABC do along those lines, right? And so we, we embarked on this, this uh, process, uh, our ABC care bags, and uh, it was a way to engage all of our people. So ABC, you know, the company buys all the things that go into the bag and it's got water and socks and toothbrush and crackers and, you know, all different kinds of things that would go into, a, 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 I guess it's a 10 gallon, not 10 gallon, but, you know, one of those big uh, plastic bags. And so we would ask our, our service specialists that are, as you're driving around all over town, when you come across somebody who's there on that street corner and he's got that sign up that he wants you to you know, ask him for change or a couple of bucks, give him that bag, give him that ABC bag. And so every month uh, our office staff comes together and we have an assembly line there in that big uh, service specialist room where everyone's putting in the stuff into the bags. We put them on a giant rack uh, there in the room and we ask our guys, our field service people and salespeople, hey, always have a couple of bags in your car. And when you pull up, just hand it to the to the person who's there and just tell them, you know, you, you just it's a nice gesture. And it is something, Donnie, that uh, I do think was a positive, has a little bit of a positive. It's one of those, again, one of those little things that we can do that hopefully has a, a positive impact in there. And I will say it's kind of a team building thing. And we all know when you give what you give, you hope it makes somebody feel well and feel good. But I can tell you the giving part for you and for our guys, they feel really good about trying to help somebody. So that is one of those simple things that we do. And it's become a thing that we continue to do. It's been really hard during COVID, um, but it is something that's kind of one of our core uh, values to, to give back in that regard. And it's just a simple way to do that engages everybody. Yeah. So I got to believe that uh, that as efficient as you are and systematized as your company is, do you have any system for handing that out? Do you have goals for how many bags you hand out? <laughs> we we do a lot of bags a month, Dan. That's for sure. And you know we do that. We we do we keep an eye on it. We've got a person who hey, it's time to reorder and it's time to you know. And so every month we're refilling and we're putting them out and. You know, we talk about it. It becomes part of the culture of, hey, you know, we, we remind you, we got bags over here. Let's, you know, encourage everyone to give them out. And uh, our guys do a great job of, of of passing them out there. And so, yeah, we get we get a couple of thousand a, a month out there. That's for darn sure, Dan. So I have a, and, and this is so, kind of so more. So you talk about. Here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say. So I, to me, you know, obviously you're doing an awful lot to build your business. You're doing an awful lot to build your community. We, we've talked about both. You know, I want to talk a little bit about you now as an owner. Um, mm -hmm. Let's let's switch gears a little bit. And, you know, obviously you've built a great business. I mean, I don't think hands down, you've, you've built a great team. What mm -hmm. what what would you say is your why now? I mean, beyond making money. I mean, I think obviously there are a ton of benefits of having your own business. I mean, just the impact yeah. that you get to have. Um, in people's lives and your own life. I mean, it just, so, so what, what would you say is your why beyond just money? 
Yeah, there's a, you know, and, and, and you're right, Donnie, the money piece of whatever we do is, to me, is kind of a scorecard, right? It's not about that. I, I've got a couple of whys, I, I think, uh, quite frankly, and, uh, you know, one of them, uh, this business, I I want to be multi-generational. Um, you know, we all know what's going on in the landscape, particularly in the pest management industry, is, is businesses are being sold uh, on a regular basis, and uh, I can tell you this. <clears throat> I have absolutely zero, and, and I say this in all honesty and sincerity, zero interest in ever selling this business in, in my lifetime. Uh, I am building this business to last. I am building this business to be multi-generational. Uh, my, my, I've got two children working in the business today. Uh, we, we were kidding before we went on the air. I've, I've got uh, you know um, four uh, grandchildren and another one on the way, and uh, I will tell you, my my granddaughters and my grandson. When the, I love bringing them here to the office because I am recruiting them to ABC as we speak. Uh, and so I, I have a vision for multi generational, and I I do want to build something that gets to a spot. And and my prayer is that the my children, the grandchildren, on take it to the next level and the next level, and continue to to make a positive impact in our industries, to make a positive impact in our community and, and to definitely make a positive impact to the people that work at ABC. So multi-generational business. The other thing is uh, another piece that's a very, very important to me. You know, what we do, and we talked about it briefly at the beginning, what we do as an industry is important, right? And, and I believe that. I, I do think that, uh, you know, to do what we do, you've got to have a servant's heart. You've got to care about your customers. You, it's not just that we're, we're doing this to, we are making a positive impact in our customers' quality of life. And I truly believe that. What we do is so important. When we, when we solve a fire ant problem where children are getting stung by fire ants, or we, we solve mosquito issues where people can now enjoy their backyard, or, oh my gosh, we all know what bed bugs can do and, and how they can ruin, literally ruin people's lives. When we solve problems like that and we solve a rodent problem, we truly have made a positive impact on the quality of our customer's life. I've kind of extrapolated that same thinking to the other services we do. My gosh, if, if a customer's air conditioner goes out and we go out there and fix it or and do what we do, you talk about in, in Central Texas in the summer, you've damned yourself <laughs> in life. And I, I, mean, I mean that literally. And so there's so that we do that really make an impact. Even, even think about our mowing, right? We, we, we do a ton of mowing. I can say that we improve the quality of life of our customers because now dad, as is in many cases, is not mowing the yard on, on the weekend. He's, he's at the soccer game with the kids, right? He's doing things at his church. He's giving back to his community. We give people back their time is a, such a valuable commodity by us doing what we do also. So all of the things we do, I kind of draw that line that we truly do make a positive impact on the quality of life of our customers and in, in, in all of the things that we do. So if you have that as the mindset of the why that we're making their, the quality of life of our customers better, that's a big part. The other piece, two other quick pieces, Donnie, that, I, that are important. When somebody's successful at ABC, when we hire somebody and they grow within the organization and get promoted and move up and enrich in their expertise, their knowledge, their career, man, that's exciting. 
that that is about as rewarding as is what can happen. And we we've done that story over and over and over at ABC because we are one of those companies. Lots and lots and lots and lots of organic growth. That's that's really the model with which we've built this company. So that promoting with from within is so so important to what we do. And so helping people grow their careers, advance their careers. Uh, is is really really rewarding, and then you've touched it. The other the other thing is part of the why. Um, my family and I talk about this a lot as we talk about why we want to be multi generational. The positive impact that we have the opportunity to make in our community is significant. The ability to give back, the purpose of giving back into our community and making a positive impact there that's a big why. Also, quite frankly, it's not just that. We write a check, but it's it it is that we can go do things, we can support causes, we can shine spotlight on causes uh, that really make our community better. So that's kind of a list of whys, but it is one that it's multiple. It's not just this one thing. And you're right, it ain't about the money, but it is about when we're successful. What happens in an organization? You can touch a lot of people's lives in a positive way. You can touch your customers. You can touch. Um, your the people that you work with, you can touch your community, and you can you can touch your family in that process. So a little bit of a drawn out answer, but all of that I think is very very important as to why I get up in the morning and I'm fired up. I'm fired up to get here. Uh, I'm fired up to keep moving and growing and, <clears throat> and moving the company into into different directions and making a positive impact. So one of the things that uh, folks who who go to work today and and uh, the, you know, there's this whole work-life balance thing. Everybody yeah. wants work-life balance. How do you balance it? Because you're everywhere doing everything, and you know, uh, when you're done working a late day, then you go to some charity event at yeah. night. And yeah, you know, yeah, you're right, Dan. And and that is one of the challenges, right? Um, for for sure. Um, I will say, life is about phases. So my kids are now all grown. Uh, they're 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 adults. Um, when we when they were young, uh, I will the balance that I had is I'm an early I'm an early riser. So I get up early and and like Donnie said, I, I'm there was a stretch here where I was here before five in the morning and getting getting ready and doing the things that we need to do and working there. But I'll say this, Dan, uh, and I learned this from my dad. Uh, one of the things that was most important. Uh, one of the, and if I had to say, if I had to share one secret of success to family success, I would say this. The one thing is, have dinner together as a family. Okay, and I say that uh, because that's what we did um, growing up. Uh, uh, Dad worked hard. My brothers and I were busy, but we always had. We waited. We may have been eating late. That may not be the most healthy. But we would eat late so that we could all gather around the dinner table to share how each other's day was. And uh, we, I did that with my kids um, growing up. I was always home for dinner. I've coached a whole bunch of children's sports. I'm a, I'm a sports <laughs> junkie. And so, yep, I, I would burn the candle at both ends to, to your point, Dan. Uh, I'm also a big believer that we are going to take a family vacation. I grew up that way. And we're going to have that 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 create those memories. So two secrets I would share: family dinner is one of them, and that that go around the table. How was your day? And the kids being able to share. My my oldest daughter. I'll share this real quick. When she was in junior high, she would literally come to the dinner table with a three by five card, 
her discussion card, the things she wanted to talk about at dinner. And she, it was, she came I, 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 I get a little almost <laughs> tear to my eye thinking about it because it's so sweet. But it meant that much to her to be able to share the things that were going on in her life. And if you have a kid in junior high who's willing to share with you what's going on in junior high, what a blessing. What I, I, I can't think of anything. Have a kid in junior high that's willing to talk to you as a parent. Oh, that's, those are the toughest years, man. Junior high special. is the worst. Yeah. And it, the last thing I would share along those lines is about creating memories. I'm, I'm a big believer with my children taking the time to create those memories and, and be it a I, I did a deal when my kids each turned 16, we we're gonna do a father-child special trip. And it was just myself, my oldest daughter, then my next daughter, and then my son, and let them pick where we're gonna go. And it's just gonna be the two of us. And we're gonna go do something really, really, really unique, really, really special, and a lifetime memory. And so my point on all that, Dan, is you've got to be intentional. It doesn't just happen. You gotta work at it. I, I work hard at balancing it. Um, but it ain't easy, but you've got to set your priorities and, and family's always first, but I've got to make sure that this business works and I want to make sure that, that we are contributing in different places. You got to be intentional. You, you can't just um, let it let it happen. You've got to, you got to have a plan. My plan was get up early, be home at night. My wife, well, I've, here's the other thing, I'm very fortunate. My wife is uh, as, as great a mom as you would ever meet. She was the one in the mornings who, got them off to school and was in charge of that. At night, we worked together. Uh, and so you've got to have, you've got to have a team. It takes a team, but you've got to have a plan is, is, the, is the most important part. So now that you have hundreds of employees, how do you communicate and push that vision all the way down to people that you probably don't even know some of their names? Yeah, you know, Dan, that that is one of the challenges. And that is one of the things I work really hard at. And I, I, there's no more difficult time than what we're going through um, right now. This this pandemic. Um, I, I before uh, COVID, I'm a big meeting guy, right? We're gonna we we would have a monthly meeting, and and I've always um, treated the, the the team. We we are ABC, and and we do what we call ownership thinking. I've talked a little bit about that before, where I I report back to everybody, all the important things. We're very transparent here at, here at ABC. Everybody knows the financials. Everybody knows what our profit numbers are and what our expenses are, what our net promoter scores are, and all those key metrics that any owner ought to know because everybody's tied to profits. Everybody, we have profit sharing for every employee in this company. We are, if, if the company's successful, we are all successful. So meetings to, to drive that home. And I broadcast that to our branches. Uh, so we use technology. Po you know, During COVID, uh, we, everybody sits at home, uh, but I still broadcast that ownership thinking meeting. I still broadcast that ownership dashboard. So my point on that, Dan, is the same thing. You got to be intentional. You got to want to communicate with everybody. Technology has been great. And, 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 and during this, I, I at the beginning of COVID, I was putting out a video uh, every two or three days, you know, just kind of what's going on as we're all navigating how uncertain times this was. And now I've gotten it down to where I'm doing it just uh, once a week, but we send that out. Everyone can get it on their, their phone and they can watch that. And it's a three to five minute message from me. But my point on it is you've got to be intentional about communication. You've got to be talking to people. And if you can't do it in face to face, then use technology to do it. But you've got to communicate what's going on and you've got to let them know 
about what, what the business is all about, what the priorities are. We talk about our core values all the time. One thing that, I, that we're doing right now that I absolutely love, I'm talking about our core behaviors. We don't talk about our core values. We've identified 35 behaviors. You know, how do we interact with, with our um, customers? Well, we've got um, 15 or so of those. How do we interact with each other? We've got 15 or so behaviors there. And how do we interact with the community? We've got identified behaviors. And, and, and every, every uh, Monday, we send out a video uh, that has a bunch of other information, but part of it is me doing a two-minute spiel on what's the core behavior of the week and how do we do that and what does that mean to us and how do how how's the ABC part of that uh, happen on that? So again, the point on that, Dan, is whatever it is that anyone does, it doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen at your family and it doesn't just happen at your business. You've got to have a plan. You've got to be intentional and whatever it is. Here's the other thing I would say: whatever it is. Be consistent. You got to just keep doing it. Sometimes the, the answer to success is that, that adage of just showing up. Sometimes it's just about doing it, doing it consistently, sticking with it. And I think if you do that over time, everybody will you know, kind of follow and start marching to the same same uh, same drumbeat. No, it's, thank you, Bobby. And I, if, if there are any takeaways for me, at least, I would say, number one, be intentional, much like what you just said. And number two, build people. Right. I mean, that's what it's really about. And so, well, yes, we are at the worst time. I don't like, I feel like we could go on for, for hours here. Bobby, I just want to take a moment here and just say thank you again for joining us here on the podcast. This has been wonderful. I think a lot of our listeners are going to really resonate with not only your story, but your your energy and, and your your commitment to build building people. And so I just want to thank you for coming on board. And and with that, we are going to close out this session of PMP Industry Insiders. If you liked this podcast, please rate us on Apple and give us a review. We'd love to share this message with other folks. And, and Spotify. And with that, and Spotify, that's right. Um, I don't ever listen to Spotify. I got to remember to remember that, bring that in. But with that, we're going to sign off. Thanks again for listening. And Bobby, again, thank you. And we'll see you next time. Take Thanks care, so guys. Much. Take Thanks, care. guys. Enjoy being with you.